Today's pet sounds is, what? A tick that chases you? Dealing with a tiny little deer tick is all we think about when we are walking in the woods or gardening or checking our pets every night. Now we have to be on guard for a new tick with a bizarre, scary behavior of chasing their host. It is the Lone Star Tick. No, it is not named because they come from Texas, which they don't, but because the female has a silvery star-like patch on its scutum, or back. The Lone Star Tick, like the Deer Tick, are transmitted by deer. Another common feature is that they carry diseases. Not Lyme, like the Deer Tick, but diseases like tularemia, Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, Ehrlichiosis, and Cytozoonosis in cats. Tularemia is a highly infectious bacteria that can infect dogs, cats, and you. If not treated, a dog can die from septicemia. Ehrlichia is a rickettsial disease that causes fever, blood abnormalities, chronic fatigue, weight loss, and bone marrow problems. Cytozoonosis is a highly fatal disease in cats due to this protozoa, or small unicellular animal. It is more common in the South. After becoming feverish, anorexic, and lethargic, the cat becomes ictric, anemic, low white blood cell counts develop, and most will die. So the Lone Star Tick is not to be ignored. We are now seeing it in the Northeast. In New England, it is most active between April and July, but the young nymphs can be active into October. They are more fair weather critters than deer ticks, in that they prefer temperatures over 50 degrees, as deer ticks can be active as low as 35 to 40 degrees. Be forewarned, a warm February day can bring them out too. They like moist woods staying in the leaves and mulch. So what's this about ticks chasing you? First, let's review the tick's art of finding a host called questing. Questing is a behavior used by the tick to increase its likelihood of finding a host to feed on. Remember, ticks do not fall off trees and drop on you, nor do they jump from a bush when you pass by. The most common questing strategy is to climb up a blade of grass or a bush or a low-hanging branch and wait. To maximize contact of a passing animal, they hang from the vegetation from their hind legs and outstretch their forelegs into the air. When an animal brushes by, they quickly latch on. When and where they quest will depend on the time of day, CO2 concentrations, and visual cues. The Lone Star Tick has taken questing to a new level. They'll position themselves on vegetation, and when they detect a host, they don't just wait for your dog to brush against it, rather they start running towards the host. If your dog stops to smell something, the tick may catch up to her. The Lone Star Tick is the fastest tick around. This unique feature is kind of scary. They can literally run you down, waving their forelegs up in front of them, hoping to latch on. So you don't have to be in the deep woods or stray off a hiking trail to get a tick. That is why you always check your dog and yourself after being outside, no matter how careful you or your dog were. To make things worse, a bite from the Lone Star Tick can cause you to develop an allergy to red meat. The saliva of the Lone Star Tick contains a sugar molecule called alpha-gall that humans do not have. Once bitten, some people will mount an immune response to alpha-gall. Now the body is sensitized to this sugar molecule much like a person becomes sensitized to a bee sting with the first sting. Once sensitized, like a bee sting, a subsequent exposure to alpha-gall will cause a mild, severe allergic reaction. People can get exposed to the sugar molecule by eating red meat that has alpha-gall. The reaction is called alpha-gall syndrome, 
and typically a person develops an allergic reaction to red meat after a lone star bite. Dogs and cats won't get this syndrome because they have alpha-gal in their bodies, so it is not a novel molecule, hence no immune response to a tick bite. One last bit of bad news. The Lone Star Tick has large, long mouth parts, so they are a devil to remove. Many times, a significant wound is left behind after you dig it out. You've heard me say this many times. Knowledge is power. I know the questing tick sounds like something from an old 1950s sci-fi movie, but now that you know about it, you can stay diligent and diligent in your tick prevention for your dog, cat, and yourself. Uh, who wants to go in with me to develop a new kind of trail running shoe designed to help outrun the questing tick?